Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. On this week's episode of It's a Bit, Jimmy Darts from TikTok joins us in the studio. He's garnered himself over 600,000 followers and Got to say, he's a pretty funny guy. We're going to give you our bits of the week. We're going to do the buy or sell bit. That one's going to be really exciting. We're going to give you our predictions for the NFC and AFC Championship playoffs coming up. All that and more on It's a Bit. This is the It's a Bit podcast presented by 10,000 Takes. 10,000 Takes. Featuring JJ, Boss Man, and Wags, who I've heard are pretty fucking cool. 10,000 Takes. This is the It's a Bit Podcast. Good evening. Oh, shit. I already fucked <laughs> up the was, intro. That was quick. <laughs> All right. I would just keep going with it at this point. You think so? Yeah. All right. Well, guys, I fucked up the intro, but we're here for another week of It's a Bit presented by 10K Takes. Jake is being a little bitch and isn't very dedicated. What's you know, new? We'd rather do his full-time job. Like, really? Yeah. He's not even in the studio for tonight. Unbelievable. What a bitch. Jake, get your priorities straight. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, uh, Jake is not here with us tonight, so you will not get the weird plethora of noises that come out of his mouth. We are actually joined by producer Cam, who's who's on, on uh, camera if you're watching the, the broadcast through the website we haven't set up yet. How's it going? It's good to be here. Yeah, this is... Uh, I mean, it's not your first time on the it's a bit podcast you've obviously produced every show except for one but this is your first time on camera for the it's a bit yeah we i mean i've had voice appearances on the it's a bit podcast but first time in front of the camera so excuse me for my stage fright yeah well cam's actually here you know unlike both andy or jake you know those two are having some sort of pissing match last week over (laughs) who does more work here and and where where are both of them yeah, they're, not yeah. Here. they're both gone, but let's be honest, shit got real on last week's episode. Like I I think we jokingly brought it up, okay, what's your guys' yeah. dynamic here? And Andy got like he's he's he tries to joke around and it kind of comes off as serious, right? But I've never seen Andy get so serious. He was like, I fucking hate the yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like he's like he's like, there's no friendship there. And he's like, You just go after me for no reason. I've never done anything to you, and then you hear me go, oh shit. Like, I, was like, like, I was like, oh god, is this happening right now? Like, cut the tension with a knife, like, straight up. Well, and then and Jake doesn't know how to take anything seriously, so he's sitting there with that shit grin on his face, like, <laughs> what do you mean, Andy? We're friends. I'm nice to you, and it's like, god, he just clearly knows he's lying. Like, he can't, <laughs> can't even physically hold it back, but... All right, well, guys, as you know, this is the It's a Bit podcast presented by 10K Takes. We always fight it off with our bit of the week. You know, let's start with producer Cam. Cam, this is your first ever bit of the week, so it better be good or you'll never be back. (laughs) All right, so my bit is the how fast is fast enough bit. I personally drive a work van every day for my full-time job. And so they have... vacation, not a van that gives away free candy to kids. Continue. That's undisclosed. Oh, oh that but, might be a side hustle. Yeah, okay. We, we'll disclose that at a later date. Um, but So they have trackers in the van. And so like, if I go in above the speed limit at any mile per hour, then I get a message saying, Cameron is speeding. And then my boss says, text me, hey, what the fuck? So I can't speed. So Dude, that's if, actually bullshit. Yeah, it's fucking horrible. That thing would go off 100 times for me. 
like from Burnsville to Apple Valley. Yeah, it's bad. Um, so say that, like today, for instance, I was driving on a 60 mile an hour freeway and I'm going 68 and Karen in the Hyundai Sonata behind me rides my ass and then pulls next to me and flicks me off. It happens all the time. I even had it to one point where I was going about 15 over the speed limit. So I bet you the tracker was going nuts. And someone pulls by me and starts flicking me off while recording me. You know, you know that's kind of similar. I had a bit, I want to say maybe in the first episode of the It's a Bit podcast. And mine was like the speeding douchebag bit. And it's like when you're already going 10 miles, like 10 miles an hour over the speed limit and you're in the left lane and you still got that person who just needs to ride your ass. <laughs> who is literally, their nose is stuck off your ass like it's the human centipede. Yeah, it's... Every, every time that happens, I'm like, God, I wish I was an undercover cop right now. It'd be so satisfying yeah. to just pull this fucker over and give him a, in Minnesota, a $600 ticket. And, like, I was in all the way in the right lane, too, so that's considered, like, the slow lane. And, like, I get it. If someone's in the left lane and they're going, like, five under the speed limit, by all means, ride their ass yeah. so they get over. Yep. But if there's... You're going, if you're going eight over in the right lane, like, yeah. you're not the issue. The people no. behind you are the issue. Exactly. Like, so that, that, that was my bit. I thought that was pretty preposterous. Yeah, definitely a very frustrating thing you see on the road frequently. All right, Wags, what do you got? Yeah, my bit of the week is tying up the game in the final seconds bit, right? Like, you think all hope is lost, and then all out of nowhere, your team comes out there and scores with, like, a second left, and all of a sudden, we're going to overtime. That team sounds very familiar it to does. me. It does. Yeah. It really does. And that's because last Saturday, the boys were at Jack's apartment watching the Minnesota Wild game, and literally less than, I think, .3 seconds were on the clock. And um, so with six seconds left, they dump it into the corner. And I literally remember, like, uh, verbally saying, oh, that's great. Dump the puck down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro, we were watching the game and the boys were buzzing. Oh, shit, guys, we got to restart the show. We forgot to say what we're drinking. <laughs> oh, no, but that, that was electric. Oh, it was, right? Like six seconds left, they dump it into the corner. They feed it out front. Somehow it bounces out to Suter at the point who just is able to slide, to the cr- slide it past Jonathan Quick. But, like, let's be honest. Like, and there's about 10 seconds left in that game. We're like, okay, this was over. Hey, it was kind right. of fun, but the game was over. How awesome was it when they scored that goal? That, that was badass. It was, yeah, it was epic. To, I guess they, we later found out that Dumba tipped it, but I still want to give all the all the credit to Suter. Right, and I was going to ask you, Jack, have you received a noise complaint from that? Believe, well, no, but I did say that night. Remember, I think my roommate, my roommate John was like, I think uh, I think it's not quite quiet hours yet. And I looked at him. I was so fired up. I'm like, fuck quiet hours. <laughs> like, this is worth getting yelled at. But but honestly, though, uh, just so it's on the record, Jake and I were on the Soda Pod, part of the Hockey Podcast Network, during the second intermission of that first game on Thursday. And they asked, like, so what do you guys want, want to see? You know, this is a very analytical hockey podcast. You know, what do you guys want to see in the third period? And I just go, uh, how about goals? Uh, this answer may be obvious and simple, but goals? <laughs> <laughs> and then in the third, they ended up scoring two goals to tie it up and do it in overtime. And then the next night on Saturday, when we were down 3-1 after the third period, I said, I tweeted out that video again, and I said, just so everyone knows, this is what I said when we were in this situation on Thursday, and it happened again. So, guys, I- I'm telling you, I think I might be an elite hockey mind. You're just speaking it into existence. I think you are the reincarnation of Herb Brooks. And I think you <laughs> yeah. need to start Fuck yeah. going out to rinks and yelling at motherfuckers and getting yourself Again. a coaching job. Again. Again. And then chew, and then chew a lot of gum, too. And be like, I want the kid who wouldn't take the test. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for Where's sure. that kid? Where Give me Craig. Sure. I'll take your test. You want me to take your test? I'll take your test. No. 
want the kid who wouldn't take the test. Oh, God. Now, <laughs> now he's got that great mo- moment. Now my boy. pants. I bet Jake's pants are tight from home. I bet he telepathically oh. heard us talking about Miracle on the show. Now his pants are tightening up at home. Fun fact, when we actually drove down to Diamond Joe's, me, Zane, and Jake were in the same truck, and we listened to that speech to get us prepped to gamble oh, all of our money away. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I mean, great moments are great for great <laughs> opportunities. And it was very uh, ineffective, unfortunately, as well. <laughs> all three of us locked every single bet we placed that night. Yeah, but, was- hey, it's still got us pumped to go down there, and we will make a return to Diamond Joe's, and it will be a triumphant return. You know, the, the best context... <laughs> The best context for that speech is not in sports. I don't care what championship you're in, whether you're in the the gold medal game. It's not that. It's when you're is when you're you and a bunch of your friends who are super average are pre gaming before the bars, and y- you know you want to believe that someone is going to get lucky with with a good looking lady, and you say that speech. Great moments are born from great opportunities. You know, tonight we skate with them. Tonight we talk to them. Tonight <laughs> we get their Snapchat. <laughs> That's that's gold. That's the best context. And we take them out because we can. Because we because we can, but we can't do it by force because that would not be legal. No, 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 then no, we right. are in jail so, and yes. we have to set so up a bail there, fund. There is a stopping point to that. But <laughs> no, yeah, dude, the, the wild have been electric. I know this isn't necessarily a sports podcast, but our pants do get tight when the wild win games. So shout out to <laughs> yeah, the wild. When any Minnesota team can actually tie it up in the last seconds, it's so rare. They're normally they're down by fifteen, you know, at half and. They lose by one, right? That's kind of the Minnesota way. So it's nice to actually see the Wild doing something, and it's nice to see Dollar Bill Kirill out there. What, player of the week? And just two games that he's played, he's already NHL player of the week. He's the real deal, and uh, us in Minnesota definitely have erections over Kaprasov. Yeah, big time, the Soviet savior. Uh, Okay, so my bit of the week is the legalized sports gambling in Minnesota. And yes, this does qualify as a bit because they've tried it before and it was this whole thing. And I, I mean, I guess the uh, the Native Americans who own a lot of the casinos in Minnesota thought it was kind of too big of a risk to take on. Our next hero is Minnesota State Senator Carla Bigham. Bigham? Sorry if I pronounced that wrong. I'm going to shift my body towards the camera. Carla, if you are listening to the show or you see this clip, please come on our podcast because there is not a group of guys who would love you to legalize sports gambling in Minnesota more than here. And I'll say this. If anyone thinks that this is going to take on a bunch of risk for the state, bring me with to the floor because I am a testimony to how this state can make so much more money if you legalize sports gambling. In November of 2019, I went two and a half months straight of not winning a bet, and that is all profit that could go to the casinos and to the state. So if you're listening to this, Bring me out there because I will help get this bill passed. And let's be honest. I think we're all sick of having to drive to Iowa to do something that you should be able to do in all 50 states. What's really the harm of sports gambling? If you're going to allow gambling, you can allow sports gambling. Why are we being all arbitrary with the rules here, right? Like I don't understand it at all. Just think of the money it could bring in. Like you look at New Jersey. I th- I want to say it was like December. They brought in something like a billion dollars yep, in a month. Like Nine hundred ninety million. Yeah, that's months. absurd. Yeah. And that's all money we're missing out on. I'm not trying to get political at all, too. But like same with marijuana. You see this like mm-hmm. money that people are bringing in with legalized marijuana. Like if your state's really feeling it, I feel like that's another thing you could do to really bring in. more Well, tax it's revenue. not it's not political. It comes down to statistics. The the uh, the risk is low and the return is high. I don't know why right. you don't do it exactly. Oh, uh, and here's the other thing: if horse if horse racing is legal in minnesota canterbury park that's the fuck that's great sport exactly and guess what people who are who are very involved in the horse racing community would be upset if you said it wasn't a sport so we've technically already legalized sports gambling let's just take it 100 (laughs) percent. holy shit that's the new bit minnesota has technically already allowed sports gambling bit and we're yeah yeah either go zero 100 minnesota either ban that shit or legalize it all you know i want to lose 
twenty dollars on a parlay that I hit three of five of because that's just <laughs> and I told you bring me to the floor. I will very much help out your case that we will make a lot of money from it because there is no way in God's green earth that I am positive in sports gambling. Yeah. If, if I, as a stupid 18-year-old, can go and play cosmic bingo online <laughs> at, at fucking Mystic yeah. Lake, I should be able to sports bet as well. I mean, like, at least with sports betting, you, like, you can actually be a little bit more smart with your money as opposed to literally it's a game of chance when well, you're yeah. playing bingo, right? You, you've already given me multiple options to ruin my life. You might as well give me more. Right. Exactly. So, 10K is definitely Team Carla. Yes, Carla, if you want to come on the show, if you're listening, uh, we support you and we will do anything we can. We, we, have a, we have a decently large reach. We will help to get this popular. Let's pass the bill. All right, moving on, I'm going to hand the hosting mic, which I'm not going to hand my actual mic because we all have mics to wags. <laughs> We're doing a new segment called buy or sell yeah. um so, yeah wakes take I'll, it away. I'll take it away thank you yes this, this segment is called buy or sell essentially i'm going to name famous people from around the world right from sports or pop culture or or wherever if someone's famous i might be bringing them up i'm pretty it's pretty much like would you buy their stock or would you sell their stock should you be investing in this person or should you be pulling out of this person uh yeah, that's a sexual innuendo. Thanks for laughing. Well, yeah, you do want to pull out kids unless you intend on having a child. <laughs> yes, exactly. Thank you there, boss man. Um, So we... Someone just walked by the studio. Oh, shit. We've been so... Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> no, keep yeah, going. That's, that's fine. Um, so the very first person I'm going to bring up is Carl Anthony Towns. Obviously, he's been... He just got... Uh, I think right before the game, he was pulled from the game because he tested positive for COVID. Um, I think we're all fans of Towns. He's obviously the best basketball player for the Timberwolves, which isn't saying that much. But he is a great he is a great basketball player. But gosh, just it seems like this Timberwolves team doesn't know how to win. Apparently, according to some, I think it was Russell, he said they have to learn how to lose. What Minnesota's been doing that for in every yeah, sport? Yeah, I was going to say don't fucking forever. say we don't know. How to lose. Yeah, we know exactly. How to lose. So right into the very first person, are you buying Carl Anthony Towns stock or are you selling it? We'll start with you, boss man. Oh yeah, I'm buying it. Uh, when he does play, we've been doing pretty well. You know, everyone says the Wild started two and zero, the Timberwolves will start two and zero. Yeah, but then Cat got hurt. Um, I, I think I think Cat is a good person to have. He's obviously a, I would say a top ten player in the NBA, maybe top twenty at worst. Uh, I think he's a good guy to have. I, I don't see any reason to get rid of him. Um, you know, it, it, for all the people who think, oh, we should trade up for some draft pick, but no, first round draft picks don't do shit. We're we're just as bad this year as mm-hmm. we were last year. And so. We had the number one overall pick this year. So so I'm I'm saying this: no matter who you swap out cat with, that's not going to fix the issue. So yeah, yeah, buy cat. What about you, Cameron? So I mean, I hate to be pessimistic here, but I'm buying cat stock 100. percent But it's for a different reason. It's the Minnesota way for Carl Anthony Towns to get traded to a team and become even more of an NBA superstar and win a championship. Kevin Garnett president. Right? Yep. Yeah. Kevin Garnett, Kevin Love, um, Carl Anthony Towns, if we don't stop losing, is probably going to be the next person on that list. So, therefore, he's going to have a championship, and I'm buying that stock. Okay. And, you know, I'm also going to buy the stock as well. He, When the team wins, who is the only reason why the team wins? It's fucking right. him, right? Yeah. I'm buying the stock as well, and he is beloved in Minnesota. Just too bad the team can't win games. And, you know, I feel like, to be honest, in the state of Minnesota, Kirill Kaspersoff with two games is a bigger star than Kyle yeah. Anthony Towns. Oh, yeah, big time. That just goes and, to show, like, the little exposure that the Timberwolves get. Yeah. Well, and it's I feel like it's an, it's a deeper issue. I feel like we have the talent. I don't know if it's the the leaders of the organization. Jesus, enough of Golden's. If it's the uh, if it's the culture, you know, as much as people don't want to want to say it, if it's Ryan Saunders, I don't know. But we have the talent. I just don't get why we can't win games, right? Well, and Chris Long from KSTP, right? 
Is that what he's from? Yeah, Hugh yep. Long was on. He was saying this was the state of basketball. And it's like, one day it might be the state of basketball, but in order to be the state of basketball, the Timberwolves have to... We need a championship at least. Well, not even, I'm not even asking for a championship. Finish consistently above 500. That's all I'm asking for if you're going to start calling us the state of basketball. Yeah. We're going to move on to the very next person, Cam. You'll be able to buy or sell his stock first. His name is Kanye West. Have you heard of him? Um, I'm putting this stock on clearance, practically oh. practically giving this shit away for free. Okay. The rumors about his divorce with Kim and then apparently hooking up with Jeffree Star. We don't really know if that's true or not. But so Jeffree came out and said that it wasn't true, but that uh, that they have plenty of uh, rappers sliding into their DMs. Yeah. That's what Jeffree said. Wait, Jeffree Star has a lot of rappers sliding his DMs? That's yeah. That, yeah, that's what he said. Okay, so there's clearly a market for him. Yeah, either way, like... The whole Kanye West stock is a complete disaster, and then like you, that's not even to mention like him running for president. Yeah, what was that bit like? And he still thinks he's going to do it again. <laughs> perfect Joe? use. That's a perfect use for the word bit. By yeah. <laughs> Kanye West ran for fucking president. That's a bit. You know remember what? that Joe Rogan episode where, where he's like, oh where he God. talks to Kanye foreign West, he's like, policy. so Kanye, what are you going to do in foreign policy? <laughs> he just stares at the floor. <laughs> he's like, he's, he's like, what if Iraq invades Iran? <laughs> what if Russia threatens nukes against the U.S. And he's just like this. He's just staring at the floor, <laughs> and then he go, and then he basically says, "I'll let the generals take care of it," which I think is what a lot of us would do. Yes. But like, why did it take him that long to say right. it? Was he trying to come up with like some crazy answer that was going to make him and, look like the greatest military strategist in presidential history? Yeah, like, and you know, that was hilarious. Honestly, I'm revoking that statement. I'm not putting him on clearance. I'm sending Kanye West to Goodwill. They can take oh, him. Wow. <laughs> I don't want okay, anything to do our, with that stock. Our, do you want to go as free as garage sale with the, the box of stuff that says free? Uh, he doesn't even deserve a garage. Put him on a yard sale. Ooh. Okay, so okay, I was gonna say because that box of free stuff, it's like if if you don't take this from me, I'm gonna burn it. Yeah, when exactly. It's out. <laughs> okay, are you buying or selling a stock there, boss man? Um, you know he's he's had some weird years, man, with his <laughs> ties with politics, with the Twitter things and all that shit. And now this, Je- I think this Jeffrey Star thing. I'm pretty sure the person who came out with that rumor said like they made they like admitted to making it up. Yeah. So now it was great timing with the with the Kim divorce, but I, I'm still gonna I'm still gonna uh, buy Kanye because he's still a, an amazing musician. You yeah. Know, his every time he drops an album, it's all anyone fucking talks about. Regardless of the fact of I like Kanye or not, I don't. I think he's kind of overrated in music, but. You know how hard, like, there are probably thousands of people that would hear me say that and would, like, want my head on a post. So, I mean, I mean, people still love his music and his rap. So, I mean, I, th- I think for for professional reasons, I'm still buying Kanye, but he's going to be a liability, that's for sure. Do you remember, like, like, so Kanye went through this phase where he'd make, like, a bunch of, like, Christian music? Or, you know <laughs> oh, yeah, like, Follow yeah. God. That song yeah. was fire, but yeah. I was like, wait, he's Christian? Yeah, well, he made a lot of great Christian songs, and he brought a lot of great attention to Christianity and God, right? But then, like, right after that, he'll go and he'll make a song with Little Pump, and the whole, the, 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 lyrics, <laughs> the lyrics that he's saying in the song is like, I'm a sick fuck, I like a quick fuck, and that's yeah. all he's saying. I'm a sick fuck, whole... I like a quick fuck, yeah. I like my dick suck. <laughs> Yeah, that's how the song goes. Yeah, like, like, I'm quoting like, Kanye. And, so and then, and then the next day, he's in Trump's office. It's yeah. like, wait, what? And then the, yeah. day, and then the day after, I'm running against Trump for president. <laughs> Didn't he get like two million votes in Minnesota? Or yeah, it like just shows the smart oh smartness God. of Minnesota. I do want to point out, like, you made a great point about like his music, and everyone goes nuts. I think you can only put like two rappers in that category. It would be Kanye West and Drake. Yep. Like everyone just like, goes nuts. Cult following. Yeah, it's insane. Especially Kanye people, and not like the R. Kelly type of cult, like a good. <laughs> Cult. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Like a positive cult. <laughs> yeah. Not like the Packers cult. Not like name a positive cult. <laughs> positive cult. Uh, the 10K takes followers. There we they, go. There you they go. Very. 
They're very ruthless. Uh, you know what? I'm because you guys are selling the stock so hard. I'll just buy Kanye West stock because it's so cheap. You got to think eventually the stock will raise, yeah. right? So yeah, I'll do it from a businessman. He'll drop another point. album and you'll make some. You'll make yeah, some dough. So I'll, I'll I'll pick him up. Uh, let's go on to the next person. Kirill Kaprizov taking the NHL by storm, taking the Minnesota Wild by storm. Obviously here in Minnesota, he's already kind of being treated as the second coming. You know, so. What do we think of Krill? Is is he the real deal? Um, boss man, go first. Are you buying or are you selling the stock? Oh yeah, buying it. I mean, we were we were a little concerned early that he was being hyped too much, and that like, what if he doesn't do anything the first few games? Like, wild fans will literally be like, "That's it." Like, wh- th- this is this is the biggest thing that ever happened, and it's a, it's a bust. But no, I mean, he's he's proven that he's you know, I mean, you see him on the ice and. I mean, I, I I am an elite hockey mind, so yeah, you guys should probably listen up when I say that I think Kirill Kaprizov <laughs> is the real deal. I, I'm buying the shit out of his stock. I think he might be, you know, by the end of his career, better than Ovechkin. He might be the most prominent Russian in USA hockey. Um, I, I'm buying the shit out of Kirill. Damn, I'm like yeah. Gary V with Amazon. Better than Ovechkin. What? A, you never know. Well, someone has yeah. to say it. That is but, true. But also, if he's not, um, I'm going to disown that statement. So, okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it is very conditional. But yes, yeah. Yes. What about you, Cam? So I'm going to do the exact opposite I did with Kanye West. I'm actually going to walk into my local bank and tell them to take out all of my money, invest all in Capri's. Are you going to do it at gunpoint? Or well, I mean, if it's they don't own. give me the money. It's his own oh, money. it's your money. It's his own. Yeah. I thought you wanted to steal other people's money. Okay. Well, maybe that's a good idea because then I could get more stock. Exactly. Yeah. But, I mean, I think anyone is stupid not to. Like, he's taking the NHL by storm. He just got NHLPA Player of the Week, the first week of his career, which is pretty insane. The first two games of his career. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, they only played two games, and he's already taking the league by storm. Mm-hmm. And Minnesota has fallen in love with him. Yep. Like, I I don't I don't know why you would sell it. I remember uh, last Saturday during the Wild game, Bubba tweeted out, um, <laughs> sucks ass or something like that. Someone's yeah. got to be the villain. And yeah. I guess he wanted to die on that hill. Ratioed him hard on that one. Oh, he yeah. did get ratioed ratio hard. Um, like, <laughs> he started started fights with other like brands and stuff like that. I think he, he told there, someone to come over and fuck him in the ass. Yep. There may there may Twitter. have sent, there may have been some offers to do some homosexuality. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, you you can look it all up on Twitter. Bob, uh, yeah, Bob, ten k. He he literally said, "I want your small hands to people." Like he was definitely, yeah, uh, yep. yeah, he was definitely out there. But you know what? Uh, unlike what Bubba said, I you know completely disagree. Kaprasov is the next big thing here in Minnesota. But let's move on to the fourth person we're going to talk about, and that is the one and only Bubba. We just brought up. I hope you guys enjoyed that segue. There. That was that was, a <laughs> that was well work. done. Wags. That was pretty good. Ten out of ten. Thank you. Um, obviously, boss, I'm going to start with you. What are you buying? Or are you selling Bubba's stock here at ten k? Well, they say in stocks when someone's in the toilet, buy them, right? Because they can only go up yep. from there. So I'm, I'm buying Bubba. Um, you know, Eric Strack from Minnesota Sports Fan made some great points on that same thread where Bubba was inviting him to come over and have sex with him anally. <laughs> um, Bubba hasn't done shit. His takes have been very lazy. The, the eating challenges thing was cool for a little bit, but, you know, he gave up on that for medical reasons. Hasn't done anything since. Uh, I think if Bubba does absolutely anything, it's going to be better than what he's doing now. So yeah, I'm buying Bubba because, like I said, he can't go any lower unless you know he just starts blatantly insulting the company <laughs> and doing like the Everson Griffin bit. Uh, <laughs> you know, I guess that's the only way he can go below below where he's at. But uh, if he does anything, like I said, he'll go up from here. So I'm buying Bubba. You know, I love how he says that he is 
quitting the eating challenges for health purposes, and then he will literally show up to your apartment with sixteen boxes of pizza and eat seven of them, <laughs> or, eat, or eat like or eat like two foot longs from Subway. Yeah. yeah, that's just not. It's like Bubba. If you live your life as an eating challenge, you I, might as well get something out. of it. You right. might as well get something out of it. So like, Bubba, man, you gotta definitely just. He could definitely just have like a nice diet, and then he could just do with the occasional eating challenge, and it would be fine. But he just right. he just eats like his whole life is an eating challenge. Cameron, are you buying or are you selling Bubba's stock? I'm buying Bubba's stock. Um, I mean, like Jack said, he's pretty much at the basement right now. You can only go up from there. Get rid of the hernia. Do the sports cha- or the food challenges again, and you bring in more income to the company. Um, they make connections with local restaurants. That, right. That, that's what that was intended to be. Like I, I was the one who gave him the idea to go to other restaurants because we could make good friends with, with local businesses. And that's just a, yeah. just a GG now. And I feel like as much as we rat on him and like make fun of him, like he's one of us. We can't just get rid of him. So I'm, yeah. I'm in. You know, I'm buying his stock too, but only because I'm not sure if you guys have been paying attention to his Twitter lately. But his Twitter game has been straight fire, telling people to come over and fuck him in the ass. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, you want to talk about being unique? I don't see anyone else on Twitter doing that. So no. at least he's trying to be different. The Coleman, shut your mouth before I fuck it. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that was actually in the same thread. So, yeah. like I said. That was being some entertainment. That's a Hall of Fame worthy thread right there. <laughs> uh, next, we're going to move on to Conor McGregor. This weekend, on pay per view, he faces the one and only Dustin Poirier, a five round lightweight main event. The winner should go on to get a title shot. Um, you know, I think uh, Conor is a slight favorite here. He has faced Poirier in the past, but it was like five or six years ago when he knocked out Poirier in the first round. This Dustin Poirier is a different person. This Dustin Poirier is a fucking beast who is literally, he went in there with Khabib, almost submitted Khabib, obviously lost, but it's going to be tough to beat Dustin. Where do you guys sit on Conor McGregor? Are you buying the stock going into this weekend? Because if he loses, you're losing a lot of money on that stock. Uh, I'm going to say I'm going to buy because it's not Khabib or Floyd with boxing gloves. Right. Um, you know, I, I guess after what was what was Connor's last fight it was against a cowboy. Yeah, on, cow, yeah back yeah. in last January. January. It's been a year. Yeah. yeah, it's been a while, but Connor's Connor, man. It's 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 hard to bet against him. Like I think I put money on Cowboy just because it was like a lottery type pick. You know, it was like the odds were like plus twelve hundred. He so. got he got killed in and he got murdered and yeah, like fifteen seconds. So it's it's really hard to go against Connor, and I'm a Connor guy, and I'm I'm gonna be rooting for him on Saturday, so I'm I'm buying Connor. Ole, 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 ole. <laughs> Even though he likes to beat the shit out of people, you know, out of the octagon sometimes, right. <laughs> but that just shows that he's always committed to fighting. Which I'm not condoning anything by saying that, but. Connor's a fighter. He's born a fighter, and he's going to win on Saturday. Sure, and I was going to say, who here hasn't slapped an old man every now and then? But then I did remember the one and only Jimmy Dart saying, respect your elders. So yep. I haven't slapped an old man. I, I have not slapped an old man either. Me yes, either. Just, so that, that's exclusive to Connor. Just, just, do just it. know we're good people on this podcast. Right. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, what do you got on Connor? Um, I think McGregor is like the perfect like example of the buy and sell bit, where he's at the tail end of his career um no one really knows like when his next fight's gonna be or if he will ever fight again but like he's fighting this weekend so i'm buying the stock but i'm selling it right after the fight and if he comes around and fights again no matter who it's with i'm gonna buy the stock again and then sell it right after the fight because i mean it's conor mcgregor but it's not something i'm gonna hold on to because there's no guarantee that he's gonna fight again i i agree with both of you i'm buying the stock um you know this might be a controversial statement to say it but I don't see many people in the lightweight division besides Khabib beating McGregor. I see McGregor 
not having like an easy time with the top five, but I think he can beat anyone in that lightweight division not named Khabib. Yep. Matchups make fights. Or Floyd and boxing. Right. Or Floyd and boxing, right? Or I think Habib is how you pronounce it. Um, but matchups make fights, and Habib is obviously a nightmare matchup for Connor, but Habib yeah. is a nightmare matchup for anyone. That's why Habib is. Well, you could say he's the GOAT. He could, but he's not. George St. Pierre is the GOAT. I'm just gonna I, I, I don't know enough about <laughs> UFC to dispute that, so I'll, I'll be quiet. <laughs> no, yeah, but uh, I'm going to buy uh, Connor's stock right now. Um, but, yeah, I, I kind of like Cam's idea. Like, if, 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 if McGregor wins this weekend, his stock's at an all-time high. Right. Sell it there and make a lot of money. So and I then like just do it again. And then just do it again. Uh, this next one I put in here just for boss, man. Julia Rose, her and uh, was it Jake Paul? They just broke up. <laughs> Where do you guys – are you buying Julia Rose or are you selling Julia Rose? Well, I'll start off by saying this. I don't just. I wouldn't just move away, Julia. I'm not just going to leave you like that. Just, just, <laughs> just for my fuck my career. If I was with a girl like you, I'd let you take everything. You can take my vehicle. My entire bank account's yours. You, can, you just sign your check over to her. Yeah. Well, I, I would actually feel better if she drained it on day one of the relationship. Um, no, you know what? Even though Julia, what I would emotionally compare to leaving me at the altar by not reading my DM after she retweeted my tweet and told. She also said she'd call me. Never called me. You know, they, they always say that men do that thing. No, it's women, too. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I'm still buying Julia because I'm a simp, right? No matter how many times she shuts me down, I'm not going to stop trying. Uh, she's probably the most gorgeous girl on earth. I'll say that for the record as well. Um, yeah, I'm buying it. You know, I'm going to I'm gonna sell uh, her stock. And that's just because no one... Well, can you please sell it to me? Is that how this works? I was going to say, no one does not receive a DM from Bossman. And not respond. If you're one yeah. of the people who do that, I'm selling your stock. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's just disrespectful. You, you came up with an opportunity of a lifetime. She can ruin your life, and all, and all she has to do in return is occasionally talk to you. Well, and, and <laughs> she and she doesn't realize this too. I have options. Like Summer Ray responded to my comment on Instagram. Yeah. So she'll clearly marry me as well. So I, She's you know, clearly. I, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it, it the ball's in your court, Julia. So what I got from that is Zane, Jack would get rid of me and you. If it were to be like, if it meant for her, him to be with Julia Rose, and I'm perfectly okay no, with I, that. How could like, you be mad at right. for that? For like, sure. if he pulls Julia Rose, I don't even deserve to talk to him. No, it's it's no, like yeah. Jack has gone from boss man to god like tier, right? Yeah. God man. He, he, yeah. So, so it's like well, you know what? Fuck it. Boss man earns our respect. He can fire us. Right. Gets her. Yeah. I uh, I would I would already be on TMZ every day if I was with her. Like, look at this new guy Julia Rose has. He looks like he has <laughs> pubic hair on his face. <laughs> That's me, guys. Just wanted to add real quick too. Like, I would sell the stock. Two Jack, though, of course. Oh, nice. Yes. So two We're people. You so, all well, how many other people have stock? Because Jake Jake Paul sold his as well. So <laughs> who else owns stock? I would give you the 10K discount, too. I would assume everyone owns stock who purchases her nudie magazine. Oh, yeah. Damn it. That's got to be a lot of guys. Yes. Uh, yes. I'll start making some calls. Okay, you got some competition. Are you, so you said you're selling? I'm boss selling man? but to Bossman, yeah. But I just feel like she's already famous. Like, What can she do to make her even more famous, to make her value go up more? And I just can't see anything. So I'm uh, selling. Other than be with me. Right. I mean, that, then I'm fucking buying. Yeah. Okay. Next person we're going uh, to is Logan Paul, uh, the brother of the person who just broke up with Julia Rose. He is fighting Floyd Mayweather coming up. Uh, are you guys buying or are you selling his stock? Cam, I'll let you go first here. I'm going to catch some heat from this. I'm buying. No. no yes. Don't. Listen. Don't take. Don't die on Listen. the hill, Cam. I will die on this hill. Logan Paul is pro like actually he's going to get his ass beat by Floyd Mayweather, but either way he's gaining more popularity than he even had before, which is kind of remarkable because he was one of the most popular YouTubers out there, and the world is run by YouTube now. Let's be real, 
And even if he loses, he's still going to make money. And it might be like the McGregor bit. So if he loses, I'll sell the stock. But if he wins, I'm holding on to that because the fucking sky's the limit if he beats Floyd Mayweather. Here's here's the difference, though, right? McGregor has had 50 well, right. plus years of stand-ups. And, like, he could barely – he went to, like, round nine before he got knocked out. Right. If he gets knocked out brutally cold, like, how, that damages the stock pretty bad. It's, just look at it this way. No stock can be as damaged as bad as Nate Robinson's. Oh God! Yeah, like, it was funny. It was funny, it was funny when, he, when he tweeted something the other night, like shit talking Jake Paul. The top comment I think we even quoted it too was like, "Oh, he just woke up." Yeah, <laughs> Nate Robinson just woke up from the fight. First, that's a let's be honest. That's a ballsy move to like try to chirp someone who knocked you out cold. So yeah, it's not only did they knock you out cold, you were talking mad shit before you, the fight. Right, you were, you were out there like a blind man trying to fight, like swinging. With his head down, I mean that was absolutely embarrassing. And you gotta, yeah. give, you gotta give him props; he went out there to swing, right? Like he didn't. Yeah, like, I guess he at least away, threw punches. But like he, he, he well, in like out cold. street fight style. <laughs> so, yeah, so you're buying, boss man? Uh, I'm selling. You're selling. I mean, I, I do agree he will get the popularity, but I guess it depends on what light you you put it in, right? In, in the boxing community, I'm selling. In overall popularity, yeah, buying for sure. Mm-hmm. Um. It's Floyd Mayweather. Like, come on. Like, what is he? Forty nine and zero. This will be an exhibition fight, so it will not. It will not move him to fifty. Or wait, is he fifty and zero? No, he's already. Conor McGregor is fifty. Oh, so who? So what is Floyd then? He's fifty and oh, fifty and zero. Fifty and zero. Okay, yeah. perfect. So, so that's McGregor. A, makes that's 50. a satisfying. I think, I think what God or what Floyd says is God has only made one thing that's perfect, and that's his boxing record. Okay, I mean, yeah. Other than a lot of other things, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, but no, I mean Floyd's Floyd, man. He's the champ. He's gonna beat Logan. Logan's gonna get embarrassed, but I, I think deep down Logan maybe knows that he's gonna get his ass mm-hmm. kicked. But you're right; it's it's a genius business move for popularity. Right when you think the guy couldn't get more popular, he's chasing a dream, and you know I guess this is a good way to get known. I mean, if even if he can hang out and not get knocked out, if he can make it all, you know, every single round, then he'll probably. I mean. Probably gained some good clout from the boxing community from it. So, right, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it, in terms of just sport, the sport of boxing, he's. I would sell the stock, but overall popularity, I agree with Cam. Buy it. Well, Logan Paul, in a way, is kind of a genius, right? I personally am not going to watch this fight, but I know so many people who will watch this fight just to see him get knocked down. Right, right. <laughs> so that's what people are end up going to pay. They're going to end up paying for not the competition of a boxing match, but because they want to see him get punched so hard where he doesn't walk right for the rest of his life. <laughs> yeah. Right. So he's done a great job of getting an audience that absolutely hates him and they want to see him lose. So I do give him credit for that. But well, it sells the pay-per-view too. Yeah, it, it will sell the pay-per-view, but at the same time, I will not be watching it because like, let's be like, it's a joke. It's let's be honest. This yeah, is a joke. Right. It's a bit. It's a hundred percent a bit. It's something that 10 K would do for publicity. We would find like Bubba and we put him up against the smallest guy and or like, against Coleman. That was supposed to be a thing, but yeah, but <laughs> both of those are so, both of them are so un- unathletic. It'd be the bet who would tear their ACL first. So. <laughs> yeah. that, that, would, that would be a wager in the boss man bets. Casino that is semi legal. That's like the heavyweight matchup at the JV wrestling match. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> no one gives a fuck. Right. No, yeah. Let's move on. Uh, we're gonna end with three NFL quarterbacks. Okay. The first one here we got is Baker Mayfield. Boss man, are you buying? Or are you selling the stock in Baker Mayfield? I'm buying the shit out of Baker, <laughs> dude. I, uh, I I really did not like the guy up until this year. I thought the progressive commercials thing was stupid, considering the fact that he hadn't proved anything. But I think maybe Stefanski is like his. Uh, his horse whisperer, or dog mm-hmm. whisperer, whatever, ghost whisperer, is that, what's that reference from? 
Something whisperer, uh, ghost whisperer, like quarterback whisperer. Like it's a movie. Yeah, well, yeah, that's Andy Reid. And, and I know they have Bill like Belichick. a dog whisperer. That's a yeah. thing. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, I'm trying to reference something, and I'm too stupid to say it. <laughs> but uh, I think Stefanski was maybe the difference there in uh, in in Cleveland. I think Baker now that he has the right person, it's not Freddie Kitchens who left his, <laughs> his who, uh, who who left his his playbook playbook at home and accidentally brought the Wendy's menu instead. <laughs> It's uh, it's Stefanski, and I think with a good head coach and a good offensive mind, he uh, he's able to succeed. So after this year, I'm buying Baker. Do you guys remember when Freddie Kitchens he wore a shirt that said um, Pittsburgh started it in regards to when Miles Garrett slammed? Yeah. Miles <laughs> head? I don't care what that guy said to you, dude. You can't hit him over that. No, it's no. not okay. And the fact that the next day the coach is wearing that shirt just shows how oh horrible and how poor of yeah, decision Freddy, that stop. coaching uh, decision was. Are you buying or selling the Packers stock? I'm buying it. Um, I feel like he. I mean, he just nearly led them to the AFC Championship game. Very he probably should have if their defense was able to stop a Chad Henney 15-yard scramble. That's out of Baker's hands. There's nothing he can do. Um, but I do think Jack hit it on the head. Kevin Stefanski looks like well, a wizard. And, and the fumble in the end zone. Yeah, that too, that which was, was a pass, just a poor after. But it was also a helmet-to-helmet hit, which is also out of his realm. Yep. But I, And I do think Stefanski is a wizard, so I do think Mayfield will continue to become a star, so I'm definitely buying uh, really quick, it's kind of off topic. How big of a mistake did the Vikings make keeping Mike Zimmer and letting Stefanski go? Horrible. Big and time. like, even if Zimmer was a good coach, I mean, he is a good coach. Let me rephrase that. If Zimmer was like a better coach than he is, you still have to take Stefanski because he's younger. Zimmer's been around forever. Stefanski has such a bright future mm-hmm. and a head coach, like, unless you want to go into like general managers, it's like the highest you can become as a coach. So you hire Stefanski, you have him forever. Yep. I'm buying Baker stock boys, but only because have you seen this guy's wife? Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> Good and, point. Well, and he uh he gets to live in the Cleveland Browns Stadium and that's way more square footage than all ever owned. Yeah. So, uh he he's very obviously very well off, so it must be nice. And he's a backwards hack kind of guy, as Colin Cowherd yep. would say. So you gotta respect that as well. <laughs> yep. Let's go on to the one, the only Phil the Thrill Rivers. Uh Phil gosh darn it rivers, gosh dang it rivers, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> the rumbling bumbling fucking phil rivers who has 11 kids yep he has the best <laughs> sperm in the world um seriously he's 100 percent you know success rate when he's trying to have a child so good for him uh jack he played for your colts this year um people don't know what's going to happen next uh are you buying or are you selling phil the thrill stock here oh man it hurts to say because i have his jersey hanging up at home but i'm selling phil mm-hmm. you know i think his best years are behind him he's clearly just a guy who whether whether it's his fault or not, just can't make it to the Super Bowl, can't make it to the big stage. He's an amazing quarterback. He was a great leader for a lot of the Colts have a very young team, a lot of young guys who, you know, are definitely gonna be Hall of Famers at some point of their career, but Phil's just not the guy. No. And uh whether we sign Brissett now that his contract's up or we or we bring Carson Wentz, which I will probably <laughs> cut off my penis if that happens. <laughs> um holding you to it. I retract the statement. Uh <laughs> Or you know whether we pay uh, Matt Stafford, you, you know, would, actually that'd be yeah. pretty awesome. All, all I'm saying is, is I wish it was Phil, but it's not. Right. It's, it's kind of the same decision Belichick had to make with Brady. You know, I want it to be him because of how he how he performs off the field, and especially with Phil. You know, when he does, he has had some very good games and some very impressive stats. 
But I think you just look at the age and you look at the age of the team and, you know, we're building for the future. Mm-hmm. I think we need that franchise QB. You know, ever since Luck left, we haven't quite figured it out. And I think we need to figure that out. He kind of reminds me in a way of Sam Bradford in the, in the terms of like everyone loves him, but like they don't really want him to be the quarterback of your team. Right. Dude works hard. <laughs> when, he, when he has it all together on the field, he can put it together and be a great quarterback. But in the end, he won't be enough. That's what he kind of reminds me of. Yeah. Are you selling, Cam? Or are you uh, buying Phil Stock? I'm selling. I mean, if this was about. 10 years ago and he was still on the Chargers I would probably still buy but like Jack said I mean his the, his best days are behind him we don't even know if he's going to be back next year yeah. he might even retire um I don't think he will he, but well he can't retire the same year as Drew Brees because then his legacy will be shadowed that so is true he'll retire after next year. so he'll play another year but I, at that point I'm still selling just because I his best years are behind him and yeah. I'm trying to think too, like what team is he even in VM that's going to be a contender that's why I think the Colts will probably keep him for another year just yeah. because that's his only option. And yeah. it they they knew that like when they signed the, him, they knew it was going to be a rental. So they'll probably just extend it a year and then farewell. Or uh, we 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 had Matt Hasselback as our backup for years. I remember that, yeah. We could do that bit. That's because true. Because he was more of like a I'm too old to be good, but I know everything. So yeah. like, I, I can help direct your your young guy if you pick one up. Right. And maybe he could be like the quarterback whisperer and that team leader who's the, who's the backup. So and maybe, maybe we do that bit. If there's anyone that would accept the backup role from being a starter, it would be the good soul that is Philip Rivers. He's a good guy. Yeah. yeah. I understand people like, like Brett Favre and you know various other quarterbacks where it's like, I get that they've made millions and millions of dollars in their career, but why wouldn't you just hold on to you're about 50 years old being in that backup role and just right. taking that... Like, you're exactly. making a million dollar paycheck every single year. Worst case scenario, you have to go on the field. Good, you've done that a million times before. Right. You're not scared. It just shows like people care about their image so much, yeah. and their ego would just go yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. I sure. just I would never give that money up as long. Right, as like you oh can God, you can yeah. literally throw beer cans at me if I'm making millions of dollars. Like go at it. Yeah. <laughs> Do whatever you want. Right. Sign me for fuck's sake. Uh, we'll go very very last person here. Uh, he's a very controversial person in the sports world, and someone who's very beloved here at 10. He also works here sometimes. He also yeah. does occasionally work here. Full disclosure. Um, but. The one and only Kirk Cousins, quarterback of the Minnesota Vikings. Cam, you're a giant Vikings fan. You wear Vikings shoes on game day, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah. Are you buying or are you selling Kirk Cousins stock here? I'm buying Kirk Cousins stock. Um, First reason, if I were to sell his stock, that means there would be no more Jake and nobody wants that. Or no more cinnamon snaps. Yeah. <laughs> Kirk- so the, the uh, slightly worse version of cinnamon toast crunch. I'll say <laughs> wow, you're gonna have to. If Kirk ever comes on the show, I expect you to say that. Nope. <laughs> well, he needs to. He needs to get feedback. <laughs> Truth hurts. <laughs> he gets enough feedback from football, so we can right. switch up the. Uh, he gets right. a lot of unwarranted feedback. Yeah, too. <laughs> every time he opens Twitter, he probably hates himself. So, but so I'm buying his stock, but it's only on like probably a two year basis. Like I see him playing with us for probably two more years, and then we'll move on to someone else. But move for, on, move on. But for now, especially if we can get a defense, like Kirk Cousins is more than competent. So yeah. I'm definitely buying him. Here, I'll go next year. Um, the Minnesota Vikings finished with the fourth best offense right. in the NFL. That was fourth? The fourth? They were top five. They yeah. were top five. God, if that's offense. not enough for you fuckers on Twitter, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Wait, guess, guess, guess when the last time they finished top five was. Oh, man. Was it before me, 2000? Or 09. was it with Favre? Oh, okay. Yeah, so oh, yep. 09 with Favre. Yep. Okay. That was the last time they finished Who's top five. Who's a legend? Five. So. Who's a legend? Kirk Cousins gets so much crap. He's he's a top ten quarterback in the league. He's right. not top five. He's a top ten, and he leads a top five offense. And he leads a top five offense. He has Justin Jefferson. He has Dalvin Cook. He has Adam Thielen. He's gonna be great, or he's gonna be very good, <laughs> right, for the next two years, right. And I think after then, 
just like Cam said, his contract will be a little bit too much. If he hasn't proved it by then, he will never be the guy, and we move on. But you, for the next two years, for sure, I'm buying that stock. Boss, man, I'm excited to hear your perspective as an outside fan. You're not a huge Vikings fan. You're a Colts guy. What do you think of Kirk Cousins? Well, so I'm an outside fan, but I'll say this. We follow a lot of you independent Vikings writers on Twitter, and I'm going to strip away your credibility for tweeting those pictures <laughs> of Deshaun Watson, Photoshop, yeah. Vikings clothes. Guys. You heard the stats. That's stats. That's not an opinion. A top five offense. I was telling Jake this the other night. When we were, or Sorry, Kirk Cousins this when we were at the bowling alley the other night. <laughs> if you cut the amount of points the Vikings allowed in games in half, they would have made the playoffs by far. They might still yep. be in it for all we know. When you have an offense that can put up points like that, why are you blaming the quarterback when you're losing by 50-some points or when you're allowing the Saints to score 50-some points? You're allowing Mitch Trubisky to score 30-some yeah, points. The Saints allowed nine in the playoffs, and you guys can beat the Saints. You know that. Yet you lost to the Saints. You let them put up 50-some. Yeah. It is absolutely outrageous that Vikings fans are looking for a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins. I get it. He's not. He's not a. He's not a. He might not be a future future Hall of Famer. He might not be. You know the elite like Tom Brady, Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes type person you need. But for Christ's sake, look at the numbers. Look at the stats. Mm-hmm. A team that is a top five offense should not be going what six and ten. Is that what right. you guys seven, finished seven, at? Yeah, seven. seven or seven and nine. Seven yeah, and nine. Yeah, beat Detroit. Yeah, yeah. I was pissed about it. But stop, stop blaming Kirk Cousins. I've been wanting you to say this than that. since we got Cousins and like everyone started shitting on him. If you think Kirk Cousins is a bad quarterback and we should move on, you're a moron and you don't know football. I, and and I, I get it. Like, Truly. So, he's other, funny to shit on, right? It can be funny yeah, to shit on. Right. And, I mean, it's a bit. And sometimes, you know, I get it. He's not very mobile. The future's mobile. You know, he has he trips over himself. Yeah, he he'll have those games picks. where you're just like, what? He's a human exactly. being. Yeah. You, you probably don't see all the clips of all the great passes he makes because you don't want to see him. You know, deep down, right? I, I would if if Kirk Cousins to the Colts, I'd be thrilled. Exactly. So, you know what? You guys need to stop looking in the wrong spot. I get that. You know, the quarterback is a shiny metal object, and that it all falls on them, but it doesn't. I'm going to get a defense. Six <laughs> quarterbacks uh, in 2020 threw more touchdowns than Kirk Cousins. Let me just name those six quarterbacks: Ben Roethlisberger, Patrick Mahomes. Josh Allen, Russell Wilson, <laughs> Tom Brady, and Aaron Rodgers. So, ev- so yeah. everyone else threw less touchdowns than Kirk Cousins. Our- so stop blaming Kirk. I know Josh Allen is young, but every single quarterback you just named Hall will most Fame. likely be in the Hall of Fame. That's How the fuck can you hate Kirk Cousins? Exactly. It's not his fault. Yeah, he does have those games where you're like, okay, that was one of the worst quarterback games I've ever seen. Yeah. Maybe he'll have those more than a quarterback should. At the same time, dude, the second half of the season, you're going to have issues naming a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins. Exactly. Well, and here's the thing. If the defense could make a stop, the offense would be out there more, and Kirk's stats would be even more impressive. Yep. So your defense what, is Mike Zimmer issue. said that he had the worst defense uh, that he's ever had this year, which definitely is saying something. He's been in the league for 30 years. Right. Yeah, it's... Yeah, stop, stop blaming Kirk. But that's it, boys. Those are the 10 guys we had on the buy or sell bit. So. The buy or sell bit. You know what? We're not only elite hockey minds here at 10K Takes, but we're also elite stock traders. Uh, <laughs> so just another thing to add to our resume. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to cut to Jimmy Darts here from TikTok. We're going to do that interview after a quick break. Hey, Mike, I hear when you go to Total Wine, you just do a few laughs around the free sample huts to kind of get drunk for free. You know, you're a genius, man. Well, I'm not a genius for for any stretch of imagination. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the It's a Bit podcast. We're joined by a very special guest, Jimmy Darts. He's got 600,000 followers on TikTok. He's uh, People comment on his videos, and, and they tell him to do stupid shit, and he does it. Jimmy, would you say that you are 
Would you say that you're a gullible person or you're just a man of the people? I'm a man of the people. And if you really want to know the truth, 90% of my comments, I write myself. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> so you pl- you pl- I mean, that's genius. We do that sometimes, too. We plug it. Yeah, in. yeah. So, so I kind of just do whatever I want. And uh, sometimes there's good inspiration from the comments, but a lot of times I'll just think of something. So I uh, hate to pull a cat out of the bag this early, but I'm the man behind the scenes. Well, when you see people... Jimmy breaks news like this on the It's a Bit podcast because we're just that popular. He must have known that this was the spot to oh, tell yeah. the world because the world's listening. So, you know, J- Jimmy, we give you a lot of credit for, for coming clean. That was on CNN last week, and the audience was just oh, yeah. small to break it. So I figured, you know what, on the 10-take podcast, let's run it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hell yeah. So how did you blow up on TikTok? Did you just have, like, one really big video, or has it been kind of like a series of videos to get you to where you are today? Yeah, you know, I uh, I started making TikTok videos a couple of years ago. Um, like two years ago, I posted a video just for fun as a joke. I saw this guy. He had an orange and a banana with a quarter, and he put them together, and then he charged his iPhone with it. And it was a fake video. And I was like, I was like, huh, I might be able to cop a bag here and just remake this with a better song. So I did the exact same thing that this guy did, but he used a better song. The video got like 16 million views. And I was like, what the heck? Like, this app is nuts. And so I just got a bunch of followers off that. And then um, several months later, maybe five months later, I I, uh, was talking to my dad. And he's like, Jimmy, what do you want to do? What's your dream? I was like, my dream is to make videos and bring a lot of income from that and then just bless people in radical ways, get them cars, houses, pay medical bills, whatever. And I said, but it's a very tough, tough thing to do. And he said, what? He said, you can't have a plan B or a C. You got to go make it happen. And I was like, dang, pops. All right. You know, keep your voice <laughs> down in the kitchen. He's like, no, you got to make it happen. And so then I got in my car with my friend, drove around the country. And then this summer is when things started picking up. Yeah, well, that's in, that's inspirational as shit, Jimmy. For those of you who don't who don't know what Jimmy does, someone will comment on one of his videos saying like, hey, walk into Starbucks and ask if you can get one drop of coffee. And he just walks in and does it. And people are just so confused. There is, I think the video I laughed my ass off was, was you walked into like a shoe store and just asked like the employee on a date. And she said no. And you're like, oh, this is awkward. Yeah. <laughs> and, yep, like, and she yep. kept saying stuff and he kept saying, this is really awkward. Oh, God, dude. She shattered my heart, that lady. She, and- yeah, Would so- you like to get pizza with me? Sadly, not tonight. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, this is awkward. Beautiful, oh, yeah. none other than Bemidji, Minnesota. Ooh. A lot of hearts yeah. broken up there is what I what I'm aware of. Oh my God! Well, how did you get how did you get the name Jimmy Darts? I don't I don't think that's your birth date name, is it? Do yeah, just, no. You, my you know, my, do you, my birth do you rip birth, a lot of heaters or yeah. My my real name is James Kellogg, like the cereal. So if you like Frosted Flakes, you're welcome. But uh, Jimmy Darts, service. yeah, Jimmy Darts was given to me as a preteen. At a Mexican restaurant, uh, I went and started throwing darts while my family was eating. And my cousin drew a big dart on my arm, and I went back to the table, and my uncle's kind of nuts. He's, he's a little bit wild, and he goes, Jimmy, darts. Jim. And the whole family started chanting it at this Mexican restaurant, and it just stuck ever since. <laughs> How lit is your family? Like, holy shit. Oh, yeah. yeah they, well, I wish yeah. my family would have given me a cool nickname. Right, right. What do you got? You got anything, like a bad nickname or anything? Well, kids in high school called me J-Lo because my name's Jack Leverance. Someone tried J-Lev. That didn't flow very well, so J-Lo stuck. Right. But now, now I go, 
Yeah. Yeah. Dalo might be taken. I think it might be taken. Yeah. It might be. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I, I always say I'm the second best J-Lo to ever do it. Um, oh, yeah. I, There's got to be a male J-Lo. But uh, my, my current nickname now with 10K is Boss Man because I run the company. So, Whoa, you know, with, let's go, Boss Man. With, with, with great responsibility comes a great title. So That's good. Know. Dr. Seuss said that. And you got one of your guys has got a good nickname. It's like Bubba or something like that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> He's the big guy. Everyone loves Bubba, man. Oh, yeah. I love that guy. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we got we got Zane here, whose nickname goes by Wags. You know, it's just simple, it's right? Easy. That's happy. That, that's yeah. right to the point. Yeah. Just my last name, essentially, right? Oh, yeah. okay. Nice Come on. <laughs> okay, so you were on the Holy Moly mini golf show that was on ABC. Yeah, really quick. I did not know that until an hour ago. I'm glad I googled your name because I had no idea you were on that show. Oh yeah, that's you, you good. You fucking killed it, man. Like, were you? How nervous were you for that, man? Like, you did not look like you were shaking at all. Yeah, no, I wasn't nervous. I just wanted to win the money, you know? So it was like 250 grand and I was like, I need this cash. And so, but uh, my whole goal going into it was like, I'll either win the money or I'll, I'll highlight some things, show my personality, and then maybe Hollywood will hit me up if, if all fails and I might get a gig, you know? So, how, the, uh, how in the hell do you get on that show? What did you have to do? Did you have to like apply for that or? Well, how I got on was I hadn't golfed in a long time and I was out here in Palm Springs. Me and my dad were walking into a club golf course or whatever for the first time. So I walk into this golf course and as soon as I walk into the clubhouse, my cousin texts me and she's like, yo, would you want to be on a golf show with Steph Curry or something? And I was like, what? And I was like, yeah. I was like, that's funny. I just walked in a golf course or a clubhouse. So I was like, sure. So then she's like, okay, my friend's a casting director. They'll see if they like you. Maybe they'll take you. And so I had an interview and they, they didn't really know what hit them. And so I, I became on the show and had a good old time. What, was, what was that interview like? Like, how do you interview for a show? like Just that? like this, honestly. Just be yourself? It, no, literally it was like a Skype call, you know? So they Skype called talk to you yeah you got to be yourself you can't be nervous you know it's not a job interview so they're not looking for you necessarily to be the most respectful but they want to you know is is what you have spicy enough for tv and so then they do that then they do a bunch of background checks and then you know they found some hairy stuff on my old twitter so i had to get that cleaned up and then uh yeah i passed through all the bars <laughs> right through tsa did uh did did rob riggle uh throw any insults your way no, he was too far in the booth. You know, I think he, he knew me and him had a little beef. He didn't want to get dirty on the course. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Expand, expand on that, Jimmy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Some Rob Riggle beef. Well, he just knows. He just knows. You know, if you see a man of my size on a golf course, you don't you don't want to bump shoulders with me. Yeah. And the, the biggest problem, though, with this Holy Moly show was after I got knocked out, this beautiful girl's interviewing me. Her name's Jeannie Mai or something like that. She's interviewing me. And she's like, are you so sad you lost? And I was like, honestly, I'm not sad at all because I'm here with you and I met you. So would you like to go on a date with me? I was like, oh, hop yeah. in my Lambo. We'll go get some pizza, have a good old time. And she's like, oh, my gosh. Uh, like she got all nervous, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, after that, all the producers were freaking out. I was like, calm down. What's going on? They're like, you know who she's dating? And I was like, no, who? They're like, young Jeezy. So I don't know if you guys know Young Jeezy, but he'll put a yeah. bullet in you, you know? So I slept not oh, good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, did you, have, did you have to skip town immediately after that? Yeah, very quickly. Like oh, yeah, I Young guess. Jeezy, he's he's affiliated with many things. 
I was going to say, I have a challenge for you. Uh, someday, hopefully when it's cold as shit in Minnesota and we're trying to get out, we're going to come visit you on the West Coast, and we're going to have a little uh, a little mini golf match. I oh, yeah. warn you, though, if I'm if I'm exactly six beers deep, you don't stand a chance. So oh, I'm, just, I'm, just giving you, I'm giving you a heads up right now. But oh, man, if I if, if I am a chocolate milk deep, you don't stand a chance. When that calcium oh, shit. in my bones, I'm like doctor. Something. You're like the, choc- the chocolate milk man. Oh, yeah, exactly. Okay. How do you kind of muster up the courage to do what you do on TikTok, man? Because I see some of the shit you do. Like you walked into Chipotle and your answer to everything was maybe. Right. How do you, how do you how do you get the balls to fucking do that? Because I watched that and I'm like, there's no fucking way I could I never can do, do that. Either. Right, right, yeah, bro. So basically, not a lot of people know this, but I've been making videos since I was like five years old. I became kind of a YouTube prankster way back in the day, like I'm talking eight years ago or something. And I did some crazy videos, bro. Like I'm talking, I would go. I was in Australia. I'd go in the middle of a highway and fall asleep and back traffic up for miles. I had what? like, yeah, I had like 20 cops looking for me. You can look this up. It's in the news. 20 cops looking for me in my hotel. <laughs> I've never been arrested. So I always do things that are borderline illegal. And, okay. uh, but so I did stuff like that. I used to dress up as a fake security officer and I would like, uh, confiscate people's balls at golf courses. So <laughs> I've, I've been pushing the limit for a while. And so this TikTok stuff honestly is like baby work. Like I don't even, I don't even feel anything because of the crazy stuff I used to do back in the day. I know you said you haven't gotten in any serious trouble, but you have, have you ever gotten in like just a little bit of trouble doing some of the stuff you do? Um, well, one of the, one of the times I got, I got, I, I had these socks on, right. And they had uh, Jesus on them like this or whatever from urban outfitters. And so I was at a party in Iowa, Iowa, where was it? ISU. I was at some rager there doing some crazy wild stuff and they put me in the cop car. They were going to like arrest me or whatever. And I was like, wait, I'm going to use my socks to get all of this. So I was like, no, please don't arrest me. See my socks. I'm a missionary. I'm a good kid. Like, please. And they literally let me out of the car and didn't, didn't do anything. And (laughs) that's when I used to be wild. And I, I, I still am wild, but wild in a different way. And then long story after that, bro, like, you might not believe this, but it's true. Basically, I had those Jesus socks on. I was at a party in northern Minnesota, jumping over the fire, doing some Steve-O dumb stuff, and it burned some holes in my socks. And I was freaking out because I was like, dang, I'm going to come home. My mom does my laundry. She'll know I've been partying, and I'm going to be grounded for 10 years, you know? And so I literally get home at like 1 in the morning, whatever, and I don't know what I was thinking, but I literally – was like, Jesus, help me right now. Just please help me. Just that's all I literally said. Put the socks in my drawer, hit them. Next morning, I kid you not, bro, I woke up at like five in the morning before my mom came upstairs to grab my clothes. The socks had no holes in them. They what? literally got healed in the drawer. And I are you sure you are you sure you weren't just blacked out and thought? No, about no, it, that's the thing. That's way? the thing. I used to do crazy stuff, but I've only been drunk like twice in my life. And I've never smoked weed, never done psychedelics, nothing like that. So wow, so you're so you do this all natural. I was gonna say we've done some dumb shit in public, like interviewing people. Right, and I was right. hammered every time. That's the only way I could do it. Oh yeah, you gotta get a little nice. buzz on or something, right? Well, okay. So the other question I was gonna ask you was, where do you hide? Do you hide like a camera in your shirt, or or, or do you just well, hold your phone, or how how do you film it? Because I feel like no one ever catches you filming them. Right. That that's a great question, and. You know, I would love to answer that, but my father, he looked me in the eyes one day. He said, Jim, don't you ever tell anyone where you put that camera? 
So I can't, oh, yeah. I can't reveal that. All I'll say is it's on this body, this beautiful temple somewhere. Okay. And, well, uh, yeah, that that's like Coca-Cola not revealing the recipe. Right. It's very it. small. And uh, yeah. That's a, that's Your father seems like a great man. What should, uh, what do you think of uh, Mr. Jimmy Darts senior? We'll say, what, is, is, he, is he a pretty awesome guy? Oh yeah. Dave Kellogg. Uh, when market market people call the house, they call him Davicula cause they get the names mixed up. And he's a beautiful, hardworking man, northern Minnesota. He works about 80 hours a week. He's owned a restaurant his whole life, and he is just slaving away in that kitchen 24-7. He's a good man, good father. Uh, one time I was a kid, he spanked me and threw me against the wall, and I rattled between the wall and the bed and pooped my pants. But that's the only health <laughs> he ever had. Other than that, great, great family man. Other than that one time. <laughs> All right, so have you oh, grown God. up in Minnesota your whole life, or it seems like you're really well traveled, <laughs> man? Like, uh, what's your story here? Yeah, so basically, uh, yeah, I'm from Walker, Minnesota. You guys didn't know Walker, right? Little town. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I'm from Walker, Minnesota. Lived there my whole life. And then when I turned 18 years old, I was like, all right, I'm either going to go to UCLA, party like crazy, and go to film school, or I'll go to Hawaii to this like little Christian school and just check it out. And so I literally ended and, up doing and wear that. the Jesus socks. Yeah. Yeah. For real. That influenced the decision. So yep, for I sure. ended up going to Hawaii and you, uh, I had horrible scoliosis. My spine was crooked, super crooked. I had my left leg was about this much shorter than my other leg. So about an inch or so shorter than my other leg. So my hips were off horrible back pain my whole life. Went to tons of doctors. No one could do anything. So I'm in Hawaii at this school couple weeks in and a guy there he's like yo can i uh can i pray for you to get healed i was like pray for me to get healed like what the heck is this you know and he's like i'm like bro go for it like i ain't got nothing to lose so this dude literally held my legs out in front of my eyes and i was like i'm keeping my eyes open bro to see what happens and he's like in jesus name be healed and my legs started to shake and went straight out and literally my legs became the same length and my spine is straight now i have no scoliosis at all So I literally, bro, after that, I lost my mind in the best way possible. I was like, if God's real, this changes everything. Like, I'm still going to be crazy, have fun, but like, this is wild. So I think a lot of what you're talking about comes from just not a fear of man, kind of only a fear of God, because I literally just had these crazy experiences, you know, so I don't know. Were you religious before these experiences? Uh, no, not really. I mean, once in a while, you know, my mom would pull me away from Grand Theft Auto and throw me in the, the church seat, you know, but, but, uh, no, man, not, not really at all until this stuff kind of happened. I was going to say, I have breaking news. The 10 K decision desk has officially declared that Jimmy darts is a work of art between the story about the Jesus socks and this, Jimmy, I'm thinking, I'm thinking you might be higher than a human being. Wow. <laughs> that might blow your mind, but that's a theory. Really? No, I am. I, I, it's actually, I mean, I I believe you about the shit that you've, the miracles that have happened, but I think the craziest thing to happen in my life was, uh, I don't know, like breaking 80 on the golf course one time on the ground once. Oh yeah. Yeah. When you find $20 in your pocket, I mean, that's like a miracle to me. So I feel like, I feel like you're on a different level. Yeah. I mean, Uh, I, I still poop, throw up, have headaches and people sue me. So I'm still normal. You know. (laughs) Well that, okay. That, that leads in, that leads into another question. Have, have any of these businesses that you like, 
there, I saw a video the other day where you showed up to a McDonald's drive-thru with 10 Whoppers and just started giving them to people. Do, you oh, ever, right. do, those, do these companies ever reach out to you and like at least cease and desist from you just disrupting their businesses? No, the only cease and de- desist letters I've been a part of, of are ones that I've sent to people, to be honest with you. But uh, yeah, they, they've never contacted me because... You know, they, uh, I don't think they want to, they don't want to make me mad because they understand the power behind making their brand. Yeah. Look good, you know, so you're a powerful man. And yeah, you're I, I try showing so love to me. I, I would be afraid if I was them too. I show love to BK, you know, so I'm not, I'm not too biased, but yeah. Well, and plus you're giving them good exposure, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I did send a cease and desist letter to a couple of people because they were copying my products on Amazon. That's where I make most of my money. So I had to put them in their oh. place. What do you, what, yeah, do you, what do you have what, on Amazon? Make on Amazon? Well, I sell stuff on there for restaurants and hotels, bathroom equipment. And uh, then if you if you look right now on Amazon, you type in Daddy's Cooking Tonight Apron. It's my newest product I launched. It's a funny apron for the holidays, you know? So if you type in funny apron, you want to get your father-in-law apron, you're going to see a bunch of funny stuff, but it's all raunchy, right? So I saw a gap in the market. I said, I'm going to make a clean, funny apron. And sure enough, we launched that puppy, and now she's set and sell. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. Look at you. You're a, you're an entrepreneur. We can relate. Uh, I was going to ask you this too. Your, your videos feature a lot of homeless people. Like my favorite one was the one where you took the guy go-karting and he said you drove like a bitch at the end of it, even though he was going like five miles. Where, where do you, where do you find all those guys? I mean, they all, they all seem like, you know, despite the fact that they're just guys you found in the street. They all have some sort of entertaining twist to them. Like oh, they definitely do. It's like, like you're finding like the most entertaining people out uh, there. Yeah, yeah. It, ain't, it ain't it ain't easy. Basically, that day for that video, I uh, was out here in L.A. and I basically talked to probably ten people before I found that guy. Um, I had a homeless guy like threatened to attack me. Two threatened to attack me. One that tried to attack me ended up becoming my friend because at first okay. I was gonna mug him or something. But anyways. Sure. Um, so yeah, so, so it doesn't always come easy, but then I saw this guy, he was sitting outside of a little convenience store and I went in, talked to the convenience store worker. I said, see a guy sitting out there. Is is he a good guy or what? He's like, no bad guy. Don't trust this guy. And I was like, perfect. That's my man. So I went out there. I said, Hey bro, you want to go go karting? And sure enough, he did. He had like a top hat and you're like, Hey, don't forget your hat. (laughs) Yes. And the reason he was going three miles an hour, I didn't know this, but you want to know why he was driving so slow afterwards. I said, bro. You could have been going 40 miles an hour. What were you doing? He goes, I was too tipsy. I could have got DUI or something. <laughs> so was, man. Yeah. That'd be a legendary story. Getting a oh DUI at a go-kart <laughs> place. Holy right, God. right. Oh, so he literally thought he was on the road and the go-kart police were going to pull him over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe. I got to say this. There's no way he's not the first person to be drunk driving a go-kart. Actually, right. he's probably not even the 10,000th person to ever do right, it. Probably the 10th that day or something. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Have you ever ridden, like, those scooters that, like, they'll provide in towns? Like, they'll have electric scooters for you to ride. They're in Minneapolis, you know? Oh, yeah. Those definitely in birds, Hollywood. Maybe. I know that. The birds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Those yeah. things are so fun. We've definitely taken those under the influence quite a few times. That seems like a DUI waiting to happen. Oh, yeah. That's a quick way to scuff up your knees and, uh, yeah. But, uh, no, those little birds are candy. You just got to find a way to rip the governors off those babies. You know, they only go like 13. Yeah. Well, especially because I was out in L.A. in October, and, you know, instead of taking an Uber and sitting in traffic for a half hour, you could just take a scooter there, and it'd be 15 minutes. Plus, it's really fun. Oh, yeah. We were riding those around Hollywood, and it's a blast. What were you doing in Hollywood? Uh, Like a male photo shoot or something? 
Uh, well, so that was the first thing we were doing. Uh, I was actually on the cover of Vogue magazine. Yeah, uh, I recognized your body, not your face. Yeah, your yeah. Oh, I represent the common man. My gut is out. I think the caption said beers, burgers, and babes. Wow. Um, and the beach, the four Bs. But, yeah, no, I mean, we, we were out there because journalist Jake, the guy who looks like Kirk Cousins, I don't know if you see him in our videos. Oh, yeah, I see him everywhere. Yeah, him and him and one of our one of our other friends were going to go out there for a film festival, and it ended up getting canceled due to COVID. And they're like, "Well, we're still going to go out there. You want to come out to L.A. for three days?" Oh yeah, I'm like, "Sure, why not, dude? Yeah, why not? Fucking, Escape Minnesota, you know, and and enjoy yourself." Are you a fan of Minnesota? Are you kind of glad to be out? Oh, I, I I bleed purple. The Vikings. When I was a kid, I used to rip grass until you know I would weep. There's my sister right here, right, Chelsea? I was nuts. Yes. I was psycho. I remember when they lost to the Saints in the championship game. We had Adrian Peterson. I threw the jersey in the garbage and went and ripped grass for two hours, you know. So I've been through yeah, some pain. 2009. But I, yes, 2009. Yeah, Bounty like, Gate. And that, that's was, why, that was the year that those Saints beat my Colts in the Super Bowl. Yes, so well, I that's why to this day the Saints are cursed, and we are very happy for that because whatever happened in 2009, yeah. whatever happened, you know, now is karma. So it's good to see. Yeah, the Minneapolis miracle. We actually had some friends that were at the game. Kid you not. They were at that game. They think it's over. They get an Uber. In the Uber, they hear that we win in the touchdown from the Uber. Dude, yeah. I mean, I even as like a non-fan of the Vikings, I still see that. Every time that clip pops up I'm on Twitter timeline or TikTok, I watch it at least 10 times. Because I, I, it's oh, yeah. a miracle that Diggs caught that and got the touchdown. Well, the sideline Despite camera. the fact that there were two corners that luckily fell into yeah. each other. That sideline camera view where it's just the, the sound of the crowd, that's so amazing. I get chills every single time. Yes. It's so amazing to watch. Too bad what we're 60 years into this franchise and still no Super Bowl. Right. So. That, that, my two favorite sport highlights that give me chills are that and when Mike Tyson bit the ear off. Every time I get oh, chills. Yeah. I'm, why do you get chills from that if you don't mind? Because that? you think oh. it's your ear being bitten off? Yeah, it's just a work of art. You know, It's something that will <laughs> never be done again. Dude, we actually we actually have a Tyson signed picture up in the studio, but I, I, I ran into during... Tyson. Why you did? Where at? Yeah, a couple months ago. No uh, I was LA? at a yeah, I was at a gym here in like Laguna Niguel or something like that at Lifetime, and uh, he was on the elliptical next to me. And oh so, no way! Oh yeah, and I was like, I gotta say hi to Mike Tyson, you know. So as soon as he got off, I said, Hey, Mike, how you doing? He's like, good. How you doing? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, good to meet you, man. I love what you do. I don't know why I said that, but he's like, oh, thanks. I was like, you need prayer for anything? Like, you'll get healed right now if you got pain in your body. He's like, I'm good, but I always need prayer. And then his trainer like took him off. So, dude, I I always think of the the Tom Segura comedy stand up. I don't know if any of you guys have heard, have heard that, but he ran into Mike Tyson on a plane and. I, I would probably say the same thing that Tom Segura said to Tyson the first time I saw him. He's like, sup, champ? That's oh, probably what I would baby. do. <laughs> oh, yeah. You do not want to be playing that song, Eye of the Tiger, like in Hangover. He'll drop you like a hat. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, Dude, that, that beat drops. Oh, yeah. I just love that. I can feel it coming oh, yeah. in. They're like, and they, they kind of like look at each other and start singing it, and then he just knocks out Zach Elfanakis. That's like a oh, top yeah, five that's movie a, that's moment. A good, that's a good bit right there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Jimmy, we, we've loved having you on. Uh, before we end the interview, something that's a that's a 10K special here that we always do with our guests is called the Rapid Fire Segment. We're going to throw 10 questions at you, kind of an answer as fast as you can type deal. Are you oh, ready to baby. go? Let's get it. Right. Let's get it. I was All born right. for this. Jimmy Darts, 10K Rapid Fire. All right, first question. Now, I know you're not a big drinker, but 
you're on a deserted island. A ship crashes and washes up to shore with one type of alcohol on it that you get for the rest of the the island. Oh, duels. Okay, the NA. Duels, baby. Okay, Baba would approve. But although he's a Bushnell guy, he's, he's Bush, Bush NA, NA but yep. I think he could probably make a compromise for Oduls. You know, if you have enough Oduls, it's equivalent to one beer. I think it's like a hundred Oduls are equivalent to a beer. <laughs> okay, so if you're if you're on a deserted island, you have nothing better to do. You could probably validate that. So uh, oh, you'll yeah. have to send us some some smoke signals and let us know if it worked. Absolutely. Uh, okay. S- second question: How many fourth graders could you fend off at one time in self defense? Thirteen, if they're from America. If they're from Australia, maybe three or four. And if they're from the Southern Hemisphere, probably zero. I mean, they are strong. They are very strong. It's just the American kids have been on the Xbox. They all, you know, got big, bigger bodies. So we've asked that question to so many people, and you are the first just, person to give a breakdown. You by broke where it people down geographically. <laughs> That's impressive, Jimmy. I almost feel like you you may have used your your powers to to see ahead to the future because you knew that question was coming. I'm a bit of think... a, I'm a bit of a scholar, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh what's a prank you would never do? Oh, a prank I would never do? Um shoot Mike nice Mike Tyson in the knee. <laughs> With a gun? Yeah. Yeah, I probably wouldn't do that either. So I would never do that. That sentence right there, yeah. Uh, would you rather, now judging by what you said before the show, I think I know the answer, but I'm going to ask it anyways. Would you rather slap a random baby or your own grandmother? Oh, my own grandmother. We have a relationship that's this tight-knit, and we push and shove all the time. She's she's real playful, and, and she can take a hit. She can take an NFL-size hit for sure. She's got some broad shoulders. Now that's surprising because before we joined the show, you said the one thing that was off limits was disrespecting elders. So I'm disrespecting. Surprised. See, disrespecting would have been me saying I don't want to mess with the elders because they're old and fragile. That's what ticks them off. Ah, I'm like, okay. moi, they love it. So you want okay? So if you hit them, you're saying like they're not they're not like weak. So yeah, yeah. By, by doing that, you are respecting them in a sense. Okay, Absolutely. I get it. Uh, would you rather actually? Whoopsies, wrong question. Uh, would you rather? Work, walk to work in heels or drive a car in reverse? Drive a car in reverse because I feel like walking to work in heels would would really destroy my image, you know, and that's what I care about. So driving yeah. to work backwards, I drive backwards all the time. You know, it's kind of a rush anyway, especially looking through the back back cam, you know, the back, back little cam. Yeah, the reverse camera. Right. Well, I was going to say that makes sense because you said you are an avid GTA player, so you probably have some experience in driving. Also, it depends on what city, you know. If we're talking Cleveland, I'll take the heels, but if we're talking Vegas, not a chance. I don't want any misdirection. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, you definitely don't want to be misconstrued in Vegas. Right. Um, would you rather never speak again or always speak what's on your mind? I'll always speak what's on my mind. I've been doing it for three years, and it's been working out great. I was going to say, yeah, he already seems like the kind of guy who just speaks his mind. Yep. What about you? What about you for that one? I'm the same way, man. Ever since we started doing this, you know, you, you say a few things that are out there, and then after you get comfortable doing that, it's just open range for me now. I just kind of just say what my well, brain tells I'm sure, me to. Right? You know this as well, man. Some of those TikTok comments are fucking brutal. Like, you have to be prepared. Like, people will rip you to shreds over the littlest things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the internet the internet can be a very negative place, that's for sure. Speaking of Cleveland, Jimmy, would you go to an all-expenses-paid trip to Cleveland if it was paid for? Yeah, because now that the Browns don't suck, it's a very desired place in my heart. Yeah, sure. Good, you know? good point there. I mean, 
Cleveland, you know, a lot of people say, no, you know, I only want to go to Cancun or Nicaragua. I want to be on the beach, this and that. There's not much better than being around just some good old-fashioned Midwestern people and eating some cornbread in their living room, you know? Jimmy, it seems like you've been all over the world, man. Like, where's your favorite place besides Minnesota? Like, where, if you had to go to India. spot to chill. India? India. I used to live there, yeah. So you've lived in India yeah. and Australia? Yeah, I lived in India, Australia, Brazil, and then like Texas and some random places in the U.S. God, I try to brag over the fact that I've been to like nine U.S. states. <laughs> I don't feel cool anymore. <laughs> yeah, the people oh. in India are great. I mean, I remember one time I was just going for a late night walk, you know, and uh, this gentleman grabbed my hand, started to hold my hand, and he, he led me into his house. And I was like, what's going on here? Is this taken three or what is this? And his daughter, he's like, marry my daughter. And I, I, I'll be honest, I thought about it, but I didn't. And <laughs> I just enjoyed it. it with him. And it was great. That doesn't happen, you know, in America much. <laughs> no, it does not. Yeah, I was going to say, I've not had a uh, pre-taken experience or been offered to marry anyone yet. But actually, I am an ordained minister, so if, oh if come you on, do, baby! If uh, Jimmy, if you do end up marrying that Indian girl, I will, uh, I will marry you. Come too. on, baby! As long as I get access to the open bar. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Role. I, uh, I'm also ordained minister, do weddings, funerals, all that kind of stuff. Oh, so yeah. so we're both ministers. Yeah. First first baptism I ever did was in Cass Lake, Minnesota, and uh, I did it in a fur coat and a speedo. And when I baptized the kid, he was a, he was a He's one of my friends, but he's a bigger boy, and I couldn't pull him up. So yeah. he had to climb himself up, and it yeah. kind of ruined the whole moment. And you know, yeah, yeah. If if I tried to baptize Bubba, it would look like a monkey trying to hump a football. It'd be yeah, bad. you're definitely gonna need some assistance. Yep, absolutely. Uh, what's more realistic, ghosts or aliens? Well, uh, they're both very real. Since I know about the supernatural world, I've I've literally, I've casted out a demon out of someone once in India. I've seen Jesus. blind people's eyes healed. I've seen paralyzed people get up out of wheelchairs, cancer dissolve. And I know ghosts are real. The whole demonic supernatural world is very real. And aliens, what I think those are, I'm not positive on this, but just from what I, what I believe, I don't believe it's from the kingdom of God. I believe it's from darkness. And yeah, they're very interesting. And I, I am interested in it because it's like so curious to see what's going on. But I feel like their main goal is to say, hey, look, there's life on other planets. Get you to not believe in God. Kind of get you questioning things when really it's just a mask from the enemy trying to bring confusion to a beautiful household. Damn, that's a that's a take on it I have not heard. But right, beautiful metaphor. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, <laughs> would you rather always have to wear one rollerblade or have someone always walk right in front of you a little slower than you want to go? Oh, oh, that last one hurts. I could feel my toes just jamming in their back. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, driving too. Oh yeah. Someone's going five under the speed limit. Well, I tell you what. Uh, my legs are the same length now, but they used to not be. So if I got that one rollerblade, maybe I could have someone pray that my other leg grows to be the same length. So then I could just walk to work. Sure. Well, yeah. you have experience to back that one up. So, oh, yeah, uh, I can respect it. Um, last question here. If a movie was made about your life, who's playing you? Uh, probably me if I'm not dead. Otherwise, my grandson, Nicholas. Okay. All right. Do you, so you currently have a child? <laughs> 
No, I don't, but I do like the plan. I was going to ask it, but I wasn't comfortable enough to say it. Like, how the fuck are you a grandparent already? Oh, my God, dude. You, yeah. you threw me for a loop there. Oh, my you God. Know, that was great. That like, was great. like for example, you're probably thinking, what are you going to eat tonight, right? You're probably planning, you know, a little tater tot hot dish or something. I like to plan ahead in major life events. So it's like, okay, I see myself being a grandfather. I see myself forcing my son to name his kid Nick. So that's why I felt like saying it. Wow. You, oh my God. you're the epitome of someone who has their shit figured out. Yeah. You're already planning out the names of your grandchildren. That's Whoa. incredible. Then you can see why he's so successful. If he's planning it down to that detail, it makes so much. He already sense. knows where he's going to be in 20 years. He does. Oh yeah. Like I said, Speaking maybe, of- maybe maybe you do have access to time travel. Like I said, we're going full circle in the beginning of the show. You already knew questions we were going to ask before the rapid fire. Maybe Jimmy's figured out time travel. I did make a time machine in a TikTok a few months ago in Seattle around oh, Seattle. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay, but, uh, so my hunch, my hunch was correct. Last thing I wanted to tell you was, speaking of poop, just throw this out there. Um, I was I was at Best Buy last Christmas. I was at a Goodwill, and I saw a Best Buy shirt there sitting there. I said, I got to buy this Best Buy shirt. So I bought the Best Buy shirt, put it on, and I proceeded to go to several Best Buys throughout the country during Black Friday weekend. And I would tell people, hey, give me 15 jumping jacks. I'll give you 20% off that flat screen. Or, uh, you know... You know, say you hate Target at the checkout aisle and we'll get you anything you want in home goods half off. And I did that and it was great. It was all fine and dandy until I did it at this one ghetto location in Sacramento. And the whole store, they thought I was a part of a heist or something because I kept taking the shirt on and off trying to be hidden. They thought I was a part of like some robbery of the store. So literally they surround me with security in the Best Buy. And mind you, I have to go to the bathroom very bad. Number two. And they they surround me with security, pull me in the back room of this Best Buy. I'm like, what the heck's going on? And they literally throw me against like the wall. And the dude's like, I'm going to tase you. And it freaked me out, jolted me so much that I I had a little shart. And uh, that happened. Then they ripped the shirt off my back, kicked me out the back door. (laughs) And nothing else legally has happened, but. Just a little shart, right? It wasn't anything too massive. No, no, just a light tint, light tint. (laughs) I was gonna say uh, you were about to get out of their scotch free, but there was a there was a little minor setback that happened. But yes, apparently my cameraman just said it was a video, and they were like, "Oh, cool! You should have just told us that." Yeah. So yeah, played off as a bit. Well, Jimmy, we've loved having you on. Tell uh, tell our listeners where they can find you because uh, Jimmy is one of the funniest people I've definitely seen on social media. And if you guys like a little chuckle at any time of the day, J- Jimmy's the guy to deliver that. Oh yeah, you want a little chuckle? They say laughter is the best medicine. You know, if you've got if you've got a disease or anything, watch videos, find humor, that'll heal you. But you can find me Jimmy Darts on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. We're gonna be hitting the YouTube channel hard this year. Uh, probably a million subscribers by next year. If not, unfollow me on every platform. You heard it here first. Hell yeah! All right, sounds good, guys. Yeah, search Jimmy Darts anywhere. We've loved having you on, Jimmy. For those of you listening, we're going to take a quick break here, and we'll be back with our championship NFL weekend predictions. Do you think that Jim Harbaugh shits his pants regularly on the sideline? Oh, his diaper is full. 100% is. Oh, I was just going to ask you if you uh, thought that Jim Harbaugh wears a diaper. Every part of him fabulous, yeah. Well, see, that I, I feel like that's the first from a female that I've interviewed here on the campus. Everybody's like, well, he's so good looking. Well, it's about the coaching. Do you think P.J. Fleck could have sex with any girl on the U of M campus that he wanted? 100%. The amount of times that uh, hashtag Daddy Fleck has trended on campus is 
you you can't count like it's just it's just out there. So. so he's like the Joe Exotic of the U of M. Oh, easy. He's more popular than Joe Exotic. I didn't see that trending when it was uh, that around that time. I saw Daddy Fleck trending. So Daddy Fleck for press. Daddy Fleck for press. All right, welcome back. We're here with our NFC and AFC championship picks. Uh, we have the Bucks against the Packers and the Chiefs against the Bills, boys. Zane, I, I think you have some documentation on how we've been doing with these picks since we started Wild Card Weekend. Where are we at? I do. I have been keeping track of all of our picks. And, boys, we're better than, uh, you know how, like, in every Fox broadcast or whatever, they have all their <laughs> scores up. And then all, they're not picking money lines. They're not picking spreads, right? Like, they're just picking, like, who's winning the game right here, right? They're all, like, under 500 with their picks. It's right. unbelievable. But all of us are over 500. Yeah. Not only that, journalist Jake himself is 9-1. and one. God, I'm so glad he's not here to hear that. Oh, he, he would <laughs> just be, yeah, well, it's because I know what I'm talking about, guys. Ooh, sorry, there's police outside your yeah. studio just trying to see what's up. Um, okay, uh, yeah, so then uh, next on the list is me. Hide the crack. Okay. Yeah, I jump real quick. Yeah. <laughs> next is me. I'm 7-3. and three. It's been a pretty good picks for me, but right on my tail is both Jack and Cam, who are 6-4. and four. Um, gosh, we, like if we actually went to Iowa and we actually betted, we all would be up by a decent bit of money right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, statistically speaking, we would be winning money. So that's, that's always good news. That's all, all that matters. Right. Exactly. Full circle to the sports gambling bet. So this is definitely gonna be quicker than our last one. We only have two games to pick here. We have the NFC championship and the AFC championship. Um, in the NFC championship game, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going up into the cold tundra of Green Bay, Wisconsin, playing at their legendary stadium. Um, I believe it's called Lambeau Field. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to look at Wikipedia. It's a rumor, but it. yeah, but uh, yeah, apparently it's a big deal and uh, it's a cool place. I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, we'll start. We'll give Jake uh, the respect that he deserves for being nine and one these playoffs. Wow, you just smashed that. Luckily, beer. most of that beer is. Uh... <laughs> Is ice because our fridge is fucked. Oh, yeah. I, I cracked open a beer during that Jimmy interview, and it went <laughs> everywhere. We got it on tape. And then, the, and then you, you ended up shaking it, and it was like an ice block, right? Oh, it was straight all ice. That's a very studio-style yeah. beer can. But anyways. Yeah, we caught it on camera, so you might see a clip or two of that. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? But Jake, he chose the Bucks this week, boys. Um, He's 9-1. He might be onto something here. Um, obviously, Jake is a Minnesota homer, born and bred. There's no, <laughs> There's no way in fuck he's yeah, picking the no. <laughs> Yeah, so Jake went with the Bucks. Um, uh, I would, I'm, I guess, I'm next on the list. I'm gonna go with the Bucks as well. And my reasoning here, boys, is because when the Bucks played Green Bay earlier in the year, granted it wasn't in freezing weather, right? But when the Bucks played Green Bay earlier this year, they dominated mm -hmm. them. They embarrassed the Packers. A lot of people were like, "Are the Packers frauds after that?" Obviously, they're not frauds. They made it to the NFC Championship game but if they did it once i firmly believe they can do it again they have the game plan they have the running game they just have the team and the leadership and the veteran talent to be able to get it done against this let's be honest pretty good green bay team so i'm going with the bucks uh jack what do you got yeah i'm, I'm picking the packers um i'm going against the grain of the group with this one but i think this offense is special aaron jones is nuts their backup williams is is crazy as well aaron Rodgers is aaron Rodgers. MBS is is talented when he hangs onto the ball. <laughs> Lazard even has like a, 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 a you know he's like their third best receiver. Guy catches the ball and Devonte Adams is like a cheat code. He, you yeah. know it, it's like you know in Madden when you play against that douchebag who just runs a slant with like one wide receiver yeah. that works no matter what <laughs> defense you pick. <laughs> That's literally uh, Devonte Adams. He's nuts and he he completely embarrassed Jalen Ramsey. Mm -hmm. So 
you know, I'm picking the Packers. Even their defense has been has been showing up, and and even when Rodgers sees some pressure, he's a guy who's able to get out of it. I'm picking the Pack. You know, before we get to Cam's pick, can we just all how enjoyable was it for um, Slant Boy to get zero catches uh, in the New Orleans Saints game, Michael Thomas? Well, and, and what I said is his Twitter handle says can't guard Mike. <laughs> And they guarded him very well, so I want to report his account to Twitter for for lying, yeah, for giving false news. false Fake false news. information. You know, uh, put one of those flags on there that says his handle has been disputed. God, I by remember. Facts. I remember when uh, he had shit to talk after the Minneapolis Miracle game and mm-hmm. the overtime game last year. He had shit to talk like, if we were there, we would have won. Well, guess what? You weren't because you fucking lost to the Minnesota Vikings. Right. One of the I guess yeah. Hey, Michael, we're both time. watching this game on the couch, so why yeah. don't you shit get a grab. Sit down, yeah, straight up, Cameron. Who are you picking? I have a feeling that you're going up north. Uh, I'm going with the Packers as well. Um, I'm a Minnesota homer just as much as the next guy, but I'm also realistic. Well, 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 well let's be honest. I don't think anyone's a bit, as big of a homer. Right, as that is true. <laughs> He's no, insane. He, well, the combination of two Gophers players and uh, yeah. playing the Packers, you could put a gun to Jake's head and he's yeah. saving bucks. And I, I love the Antoine Winfield and the Tyler Johnson bit, but That's great bit. Yeah, let's be great honest. Bit. like football. And also, <laughs> <laughs> this quarterback matchup is legendary oh, um for sure and it's yeah. possible it's possible it's the last time we ever see these pl- two quarterbacks go up against each other yeah um they're both aging um but like jack said that packers offense is insane um i think the main x factor though is if the packers defense can slow brady down obviously you're not gonna be able to stop brady with all the weapons he has but if you can get more stops than the bucks defense then obviously i would say the and i do think they will do that so and and here's the thing i'm just gonna play devil's advocate a little bit like a lot of you guys aren't making any big deal out of it but like the media is making a huge like um deal out of like oh this florida team's gonna come up to wisconsin and play dude tom brady played forever in new England. right but but for all the other players we did we did point that out as a different differential with the rams and I think the Rams did struggle to play in the cold. And Green Bay has all those fans there. They suddenly let in half the state of Wisconsin to go to the game. <laughs> yeah, well, and it was loud start. as yeah. fuck. Yeah. It was classic Lambeau. Yeah. Even with half the stadium, it was still loud. So yeah. that's another factor to consider. If the Packers win the Super Bowl this year, asterisks. No fans the whole yeah. season. The playoffs, the fans <laughs> yeah. come there, no, fans. there may or may not have been some politics so, involved in that. I, I think we can all be honest. The Minnesota Vikings have one of the best home field advantages in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Didn't have a seat. I remember it was Zimmer was like going at it with Waltz, right? Like, like fucking yeah. Waltz won't let us have the governor won't let us have fans, right? And politics aside, it's a factor in, in the NFL. In the NFL, it's definitely a factor. Noise helps, sure. and don't don't tell me that that Madden bullshit is the the differential. No, no, <laughs> you need actual drunk people there screaming, having a good time. It helps. It helped on Sunday. Yeah, hundred percent. So For we Saturday. are we are split on those picks. Me and Jake with the Bucks, you guys with the Packers. But I think we can all agree it's going to be a pretty fun game. Uh, now we'll move on to the AFC Championship game. We got Josh Allen's first potentially Patrick Mahomes. We don't know if he's going to be right. playing. He went through the uh, concussion protocol and stuff like that. Was ruled out of their last game. Good thing that they had Chad Heineke. Is that how you said Chad Henny? Henny. They Heineke. What the fuck? Dude, um, something about the Chiefs' backup quarterbacks. Remember, like, Matt Moore? When yeah. He won, like, the three or four of their games that Mahomes was out. Yeah. Like, God, it must be nice to have a good backup like that. I mean, <laughs> if, as a Colts fan, I do. But, like, imagine if uh, Sean Manning would have oh, won for the Vikings. Imagine you guys if, want to uh, bitch about Kirk. Imagine if, you know, I don't know, Sam Bradford went down. You had to rely on Case Keenum, you know? Oh, wait. 13-3. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. But, uh, no, I hear you for sure. Having a backup quarterback is huge. Uh, but we, uh, I, you know, so our picks might be a little weird because at this moment, obviously, we're recording this on Monday night. 
we have no clue if Patrick Mahomes is playing or not. And that's obviously going to have a huge mm-hmm. factor on the game. Um, I got Jake's pick right here. He is picking the Chiefs because I'm assuming he's assuming Patrick Mahomes is going to be playing. Did you guys see Mahomes try to get up after he got hit? He was shaking. Like, Dude, he fell he, over. His eyes were different directions. He uh, had no idea he, where he was. He literally looked like Jake after a night out in Hudson. He, yeah. looked, he looked like an alcoholic who hadn't had a drink in a couple hours. Yeah. Like, he was shaking like a motherfucker. Yeah, he had the shakes that I get on Sunday mornings. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, but you admit that you have a drinking problem. So yeah, well, sometimes you got to take a half a cap of mouthwash to keep those away. So. <laughs> Oh my it's god! Your Monday morning tip from uh, boss man. <laughs> I've been picking against the Bills every because si- I'm not. Let's be honest. I, I I like like you know the Bills are like the AFC versions of the Vikings historically speaking. Been to four Super Bowls, lost them all. I respect. They're I think until this year they've gone twenty plus years without even winning a playoff game. Like, could you imagine that? Like, yeah. oh my yeah. god! Like, like that's horrible. I mean, I guess the Twins sixteen years, right? Jesus, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking still, just as bad. Still pretty bad. So I can respect like like what their fans have gone through, and and who? How can you not respect Bills Mafia here, right? But because I hate Stefan Diggs, he's a great receiver. He gave us great memories here, but just the way he left, I just did not like it at all. I, I'm just gonna have to be a homer, and I have to go with the Chiefs here, just because I'm an anti Stefan Diggs guy. But hey, if if they if they win, great for them. I'm happy for them. Well, and for you, Wags, it's like when you break up, when a girl breaks up with you, and then you look at her Instagram, and she's just super happy with another guy. Yeah, that's him and Josh pack, Allen. Right? Yep, he has a six pack. He's jacked. Everything that she said to <laughs> him you. Him and Josh Allen are looking at each other like they're lovers. Yeah, she's, she's looking at you and she's saying, "I can do so much better than you." And like, yep, okay. And then she does. And then she does. And you're sitting yeah. there like, oh, "Okay, I guess, yep. I guess that she won this round." You just hope the worst for that guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> die. Hey, fucking. And you just hope that like, Julia Rose retweets your. Uh, Tweet and then you can be in heaven for a little bit. We've all been there, bro. <laughs> Jack. <laughs> who are you getting in this Bills Chiefs game, man? Uh, I like the Chiefs. I I just and and that that does have a conflict of interest involved. That I, I did put a futures bet on the Chiefs and down in Iowa. Um, once again, legalized sports betting in Minnesota. Hashtag. So I mean, even with Chad Henney, I I don't know. The the Chiefs have this this thing with backups. Matt Moore. I mean, I, I don't know, man. I think I think here's the difference, right? So we talked about how good Mahomes is. I think a big reason he's so good is because his guys are always open. When you have guys mm-hmm. like Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, even Sammy Watkins, who just get open, yeah, it's an easy game, right? Well, and here's the thing: Andy Reid obviously trusts him. That fourth and inches call where he went to Tyreek Hill. <laughs> if that was the Minnesota Vikings, that's a run up the middle. Oh my god! The time. Yeah, getting stuck. If not a punt, right? <laughs> so fake to, punt to have those balls, to have those big balls, right? To have those balls, big balls, yeah. You, you like he trusts his quarterback, and like he's if he has a week's time to come up with a game plan for him, I think they're going to be just fine. But yeah, let, let, don't get me wrong. If Mahomes is in this game, that's the X factor right there. If he plays, they win. If he doesn't play, they lose. That's kind of how I'm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So it's it's a bold call for me, but because of my gambling interests, I have to say the Chiefs, or else my brain will not let let it down. Cameron, what do you got here? So I feel like I kind of have no choice if I want to make. I mean, we only have what three games left. Yes. This and then the Super Bowl. If I want to make step up and reach Jake. I got to go with the Bills. Oh, fuck, I didn't think of that. Well, here's the thing. I think Jake would have to lose every single one of his games. I guess you he picked the Bucks and the and Chiefs. And the Chiefs. Yep. The opposite yep. Picks. Okay. So I'm going to go with the Bills. But I also do think that they obviously have a chance. They definitely do. And my main reason, too, is like you look at the Browns-Chiefs game. That game was super close, even when Mahomes went out. Um, and then the Bills have, like, the Browns defense is super young. Um, minus yeah. like Miles Garrett, but he's yeah, still the on the younger good. side. Um, but if you look at the Bills' defense, they have the perfect mix of young and old. 
to where I think that they could actually slow down the Chiefs' offense, even though that's like unheard of, because you're not going to stop them. But I feel like they could slow them down, and especially if Mahomes doesn't play, then the Bills win by 20. But I'm, I'm going to go with the Bills either way. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be a good game no matter who plays. Uh, I think both games are going to be good. And a little tidbit, we're going to be in Hudson, Wisconsin for both the games drinking yep. on Sunday. So we're not sure where we're at yet, but keep keep an eye on our Twitter and, and our TikTok, and we'll give out the details. We'd love to meet a bunch of you fuckers. We're going to meet you guys. We're going to be interviewing some drunk fans on the sidewalk. It's going to be a good day. So we're looking yep. forward to some NFL football this Sunday and hopefully meeting some of you. Go Bills Mafia. But I mean, I don't know, Wags. Is that is that it? That's it, man. And we're only gonna have one more game to choose after this. So uh, speaking of NFL, though, we do have to plug our newest podcast as yes. part of our network, Third and Forever. You guys search them anywhere; you'll find their podcast. Right now, they do it through Zoom, but they'll be coming into the studio starting next next year. Uh, they're they're a good listen. They're they're good football minds, funny guys. So make sure you give them a listen. But you know, this is gonna wrap up another episode of It's a Bit Boys, episode six, I think. We're, Sounds right. We're already at over a thousand plays, you know, in our last five episodes. So, you know, we just can't stop thanking you guys for supporting us and keeping the listens up, keeping the page views up. If you want to read any of our blogs or check out our shop where we're selling merch, 10ktakesmn.com. If you click that shop button, we now have maroon and gold and purple and yellow shirts in stock, the 10K logo tees. Some might say 10K Gopher and 10K Vikings tees. Yep. They might. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> for, for legal reasons, we're not going to label yeah. them as those. But we also have the Soviet Savior shirts, which are definitely legal because of uh, we have Cap- Kaprizov's face on there. But it's for a good cause, uh, our pockets. <laughs> um, you guys can also search us anywhere on social media at 10K Takes, 10,000 Takes, and uh, shoot us a message. You know, tweet at us. We'll we'll make sure to reply. And we just want to thank you guys again for supporting us and for listening to another episode of It's a Bit. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.